Every meal that you eat, every piece of garment yeah. on your back that you wear, right? The car that you get into to drive to the restaurant that you pay for a dinner with, it all comes from the people you serve. So you should treat yeah. them like the gold that they are. We make mistakes every day in basically every facet of life. Wouldn't it be nice to just skip a few? We'll help you fuck up less. Listen in. We were just literally talking before we hit record and Bob was sharing some gold about one of his sales calls. So we're literally just going to dive right in. I just slammed the record button. And Bob, if you can just reverse uh, a minute ago, we were talking about, uh, Bob said, I just, um, we're talking about billing and we can talk about that and nobody will care what we say. But there was some gold in there. Bob was talking about like, he changed his method of his sales process. So for sales reps, this might be really good for you. Um, and then yeah, so- I, I, you cut out though, but I said, I do want to hear that call. If you have it recorded, I'd like to review it and stuff too. Cause I like that shit. Yeah, actually I do have the call recorded. So I'll nice. send it to you to listen and, and watch. We did over zoom. Um, the, it actually happened cause I was really starting to think about a lot of the mistakes. Let's say people make inside of the gyms doing sales or like, if we're talking to a gym owner or anybody selling anybody, anything, especially with the current methods. And I actually had a call with somebody recently. Cause as you know, one of the companies that I launched last year is I have a greens product and I actually have a skincare product that like the product just completed and it took what, 18 months to get that shit done. Yeah. So I've kind of shelved the product based companies, but I'm sitting on a ton of inventory it's a great product. The skincare is freaking awesome. So I was like, I need to start like getting this going. So, you know, I'm going to get the paid traffic stuff going. I'm going to kind of, kind of go on that a little bit on the slower side, just have a little bit of fun. And I was like, why don't I get this on Amazon? So I was connected to somebody that, um, has a couple stores on Amazon, eight, nine figure stores. And he helps some people like grow their stores. And I was just chatting with him and he didn't ask me a fucking thing about me. We hopped on the call and he just went, right into his thing. It was like 15 minutes and just pretty much was like, here's what I've done. Here's what we do for you. Here's how much it is. Where do you want to send the wire? And I was like, I went into that being like, Oh, I'm not like, I'm just kind of like trying to figure out the best path for this into the next year, just to start slowly growing it. Ever you will buy anything. So anybody listening at home, if you think that like, just take with a grain of salt, because Bob will buy anything that comes across his feed. All right, resume. Well, I mean, that's a hundred percent true. I've actually gotten significantly better with that. Part of it is I've also had so much damn success investing in myself right. and I always get a return on anything that I buy. Even if it's non-monetary, I learned the mistakes. I learned, Hey, this is why I shouldn't have done it. Here's what this make. Here's what I'm not going to do. Uh, like do again, prompted. In but on that call, by the way, I didn't buy this. Thank you very much. I did like it though, because it, it kind of just reminded me, I think of something that was already sitting in the back of my head is when I started thinking about the sales processes of a lot of businesses right now and how a lot of people do it. And even especially how like gym owners do it. And we're talking to gym owners. I'm like, like sometimes, you know, when people come into the gym, we talk about like the six week challenge or the 12 week challenge, or even just a membership. When somebody comes into a gym, I firmly believe that once somebody walks in your gym, they're signed up already. They are good to go. Right. They are waiting to give you money. It honestly doesn't even matter price. The only person that can screw that sale up is you, the salesperson. True. And that is a true belief of mine. Yes, every once in a while you have someone who just really does not have the resources and then that's okay. You give them some value so that you can truly actually help them. They can leave and then they can send people your way that can right. actually, let's say, afford it. But for some people, even if it's above, let's say, the budget they were wanting to spend, if they know it's going to help them and solve their problem, 
they are willing to do it. People are willing to pay any amount of money to get out of pain or to achieve their desired state, their dream state. So we have to really think about this because this is something that that call did that reminded me. It was already sitting I'm like, all oh, these people talking about like going in or doing that. Like if we think about how we first started selling people into Legion, really we sold into large groups. So we couldn't actually do the point where you go in, you do a bunch of fact finding and you dig in deep because we'd have 20, 50 people in right. a room. So it's I had like a to live anticipate. VSL pretty much. It's, it's, it was a lot. Yeah, it's all it is. Because if you think of like, hey, what? It was essentially just like people that used to sell from stage are now selling on video. And essentially I was selling from stage. So when you're selling from stage, like when you're doing a one-on-one sales appointment, even easier because you can actually truly go in, ask them like what they're, you know, hey, where you are, where are you right now? Where do you want to go? Here's what's missing. Here's exactly what you need to do to get there. And I think that's actually something that a lot of people have kind of missed out on. But then it's also when you go to the pitch, it's that confidence that goes into it. Right. So going back to that, when I'm, selling from stage, when I was doing those orientations, I had to already understand what were going to be the objections. So I had to address the objections mm-hmm. early on in the sales presentation. So I, a lot of times I would just immediately hit, hey, here's this issue that they're going to say, well, maybe I have bad knees or anything like that. So it's like, doesn't matter if you have a bad back, bad shoulders, anything like that, we can address it. So boom, it eliminates that. Yeah, you're you're pretty much like in the presentation, like saying like, like, Hey, and you maybe as you're going through say, Hey, you may be the person that says like, Hey, I have a bad back or bad knees and this won't work for me. And yeah. and then literally just conquer that objection right now and keep going on with your presentation. So as you're going through, yeah. like they're, they're thinking it and you're like, Oh my God. And they're, it's like so powerful because you're like conquering those as they're thinking of why you're going through your presentation. Which, and this also goes into, remind me if I forget, I want to go into why people suck at retention because this, oh, yeah. that's actually a component that's missing as well when people start delivering their services, whether it's a product or service. But so, yeah, like during a large group presentation, you have to anticipate what the objections are to address and conquer those objections so that by the end of it, they're gone. Because, yeah, we would do these, you know, these in-person large group orientations. And at the end, if people had questions, the reality is you wouldn't be able to get to all the people. Because eventually people, like you're talking to people one-on-one, people would just leave. So sometimes we'd have other people helping, but sometimes it would just be me and 30 fucking people and I'm trying to help change their life. So knowing that, I'm hitting those issues early on. But when I'm going into it, I'm saying with absolute certainty, this is exactly what you need to do. It's not like, hey, you know, we'll customize this or do any of this. It's just like, no, you want to lose 20 pounds? You want to lose 5% body fat? You want to lose 100 pounds? This is exactly what you need to do. And this is exactly how we're going to do it. You're going to have to work out five days a week. You're going to have to eat these foods. You're going to have to like make sure you sleep and take these supplements. You do those things and we're going to get you the results. Can I jump in real quick and and kind of um, elaborate on that a little bit? This is funny. You you talked about that, like the conviction. And I was talking with a firm the other day and we were talking, we were training up uh, one of their intake people. And I was saying, I don't believe that they understand the product how they should the best they should and they don't have the conviction when they're speaking to the clients and i think that's so important so i had a suggestion like hey when we're onboarding a new team member i think that they should go through a month-long training and they should sit in almost every department they should truly understand the great work we do how like how it actually works right and get conviction that like hey this is helping people and this is the amazing work that i'm doing so that when you speak to somebody it can come from a place of like absolute certainty from the heart hey i know that we are going to change your life and this is going to be amazing and this is this is the right choice for you and then they will fight tooth and nail that person because they know 
inside that's the right thing, not just hire a salesperson who's taught sales tactics and nonsense and to close people and don't truly understand how good of work they're doing because that mm-hmm. will come through. You have to have true conviction um, and understand the process. And like if you get that true conviction and then when you're talking about when you speak with certainty, right, this will solve your problem. You and I both know, like Tim was talking about somebody came in a year ago um, to the gym, didn't sign up and came back in and doesn't have any money. And it's like talking to them like, hey, you've, it's been a year. Have you gotten better or worse? Worse. Yeah. Like you both know that we both know that you've tried X, Y, and Z. Solving your problem, of course, is going to take this kind of investment, monetary investment. And not solving your problem, you can spend all the $30 you want, $10 a month, $15 a month, $50 a month. It will never solve your problem. So you have to ask questions. How important is this to you to solve this problem? Because you can go on for the next 10 years and you're going to spend $30 a month with 50 different places. You're going to spend 100 times what you would have spent one time to just get the problem solved. So how important is this to you to do this? You're now back here a year later and you're telling me the same thing about their cheaper options. You as I both know that no matter where you go, it's going to cost X amount of dollars to get this problem solved right. So is it important enough to what's your health worth to you? Right? We're not going to circle yeah. back around. You, if you're buying cheap for the rest of your life, you're going to spend 10 times as much and you're never going to solve that problem. But like you have to have that certainty. I'm telling Tim, like you know our program will change this person's life and they're going to go spend yes. thousands of dollars on 50 different programs. They can just spend a couple hundred bucks with us and solve it immediately. Yeah. Back to sales. So I had like kind of thinking back to that, how I a lot of times when I did sales, like anytime somebody came in, Obviously, you want to, if it's a one-on-one, you want to dig in. Hey, what's your, where are you at right now? What's your problem? Where are you trying to go? And this is where a lot of people make a mistake. It's like, hey, you ask those questions. And then if you know for certain who your ideal client is, you're going to know whether you can help this person or not. And then if you know you can help this person, you know better than anybody else how to get them to their goal, how to get them the results that you're promising. So for, you know, at Legion, we know we help people lose weight better than anybody else. We know at Case Connect, that ain't nobody going to get lawyers more cases than you. Like you are the goat of PI lead gen. Like we know that. And the same thing, if somebody is coming to me, whether it be to open a franchise, like if you love fitness, don't know how to do fitness. Like you're like, right. I actually don't know the programming like that, but I love it. I want to own a gym and I need to start from zero and have a system. like ain't nothing fucking better than the franchise legion. Right. If you have your own model of training and stuff like that, and you're like, hey, I need to grow it, and I want to know how I can grow this business and then not be stuck being doing all the coaching, doing all the sales, right. like there's nothing better than Gym Academy. We're going right. to grow that better than anybody right. else. And we just so happen to be the best marketers in the fucking game too. Right. So when I know that, when I have a conversation with somebody and we're talking, I know also that there's probably two, three other gym owners that have ever done what I've done in the game. So there's nobody else that's going to be able to help them better than me. So when I hop on that conversation, I found out, Hey, like, you know, where are you right now? Where are you trying to go? I'm going to tell them exactly. So this is kind of one of those things that I switched up and I haven't fully fleshed this out a little bit. It's not too much different than anything that I already do, but it's, Hey, this is exactly what you need to do. This is exactly how we're going to do it. And this is exactly how we do things in or out pretty much. It's just with that conviction, it's understanding, hey, being able to uncover exactly. And here's the thing that um, that a lot of people, and this, this works for any sort of you know, salesperson, any sort of profession that you're in. The biggest thing that I think helps in this part is you have to understand the silent overwhelm. And I got this from Sarat Serene. I can't pronounce the, his name. The what? Um, you have to understand the silent overwhelm. So this is where 
a lot of people don't understand is like when we're asking questions, we can do some really, really deep fact finding. But if you work with a particular clientele, you will know their issues. You will know the underlining issues. Like you're peeling right. back the onions, you're peeling back the onions. Right, right, right. So yes, you want to get that prospect to say it, but sometimes you can also tell them how much worse it's going to be. So it's like, yeah, I mean, next thing you know, you're working fucking 80 hours a week. You're barely making any money. It's like you're working two full-time jobs for minimum wage and your wife is ready to leave you because you're never spending any time with the kids or at home. You've missed every single family dinner and you got to work on the weekends. Right. She's probably giving you a lot of shit, isn't she? Right. You got to be like, candid, yeah. candid with the people, not afraid to like yeah. pull that out because they need that. Yeah. And you got to, so, and like, if you are good at what you do, chances are you possibly experienced it or you have that fear or anything like that. So like when talking to someone, you have to truly understand and you have to, because most people, especially let's say if it comes to fitness, most people actually don't understand how bad they are. You know, we've had clients that have come in, they've been a hundred pounds overweight and they're like, Hey, I just want to lose 20 pounds. Well, our responsibility is like, Hey, we'll help you lose 20 pounds, but that's not enough. You right. have to lose more in order to get healthy. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, no, listen, like you'll lose 20 pounds overnight but you're right. still going to be at risk for all of these health concerns like X, Y, Z, because you have to really paint that picture for people. Just like if I'm, you know, bringing in a salesperson, I have to paint the picture of their opportunity or anybody else in my, in, that's going to join the team. You have to really paint the future vision and picture. Right. You have to paint that picture because if people really truly understand, understood how bad their situation was, they wouldn't be in that situation or they'd that's be living true. extremely fucking depressed. So chances are they wouldn't be leaving their house or okay. they hit rock bottom. And that's why they're there because they are depressed and they're ready to make that change. Right. But if people truly understand the severity of the situation of where they're going, how much worse it's going to be. And then you can paint that picture. It's like, yeah, you're going to have to close down. You're going to deal with that guilt and that shame. And you're going to feel like everybody's judging you. They're going to be like, this motherfucker's in my head. How do I know? And you're like, Hey, cool. I, I totally get it. I actually maybe faced that at one point in time. Boom. Here's how you get out of it. Here's how we do it. This is what's going to happen first. Here's what's going to happen next. Here's what's going to happen next. They're going to have no option but to be like, this person is going to help me. And that is actually exactly how we used to do all the sales at Legion. Yeah. It was just with that utmost certainty and confidence that we can help them. But truly, we understood where they were. We understood right. where they were going. Right. And we understood it so much deeper than maybe they were willing to say, like, say. So a lot of times in a sales meeting, where people hit objections or they get people to back out or they hit them with all that stuff, it's because they actually either don't dig deep enough so they don't ask those questions so that person can come to that conclusion themselves and actually say it. Because look, you have to ask like why and why and deeper, what's this going to do and all that stuff and peel the onion. Or you can do a little bit of that and then just fucking hit them with where it's really going to go. Right. And let them know that certainty as long as like you have to, there's a little bit of tact to it and you have to make sure you're hitting it at the right time. Right. But then they're automatically going to be like, wow, this person is the expert. They are that trusted advisor because they know what I wasn't willing to say or they know what was hitting in the back of my head and keeping me up right. at night. And that's where we need to get to. And most people don't get to that point. They don't say it. They don't say it with uh, conviction. And then when you go to present your offer, it should be that bridge right. that takes them from the current situation to where they want to go. And it should right. do that with ease and better than anything out there. And you got to put that confidence in them, that conviction of belief in your product, because otherwise you shouldn't be selling anything. If you don't believe right. in it, you don't have that conviction. It's the best. And then they're going to be like, wow, this is exactly it. So I, that actually was reminded to me because, you know, I was a little rusty. I took a year off. Right. So I got a little rusty, got back into sales and like Josh does most of the sales. He's been out. So 
I was hopping on the calls. And I think having that call, it was already kind of like, it was already back in the head, back in the back of my mind. Cause especially as we start working with Jim, I'm like, this is usually the missing piece in their presentation. Right. They ask the stuff, they flounder. A lot of times some people just end up being like an order take. Cause like, well, here's this and this and this. It's like, what do you want? It's like, no, no, no. You got to tell people exactly what they want. Right. You got to tell them exactly what they need. Like right. this, hey, hey, so not what they want, but what they need. It's like, this is what you need to get to your results. And that's where I think a lot of people miss out on is they might like softly go into this is what we do. It's like, this is exactly what you need to get you from point A to point B. Nothing else matters. This is it. This is our offer. This is our program. Even if we do a bunch of other shit, none of that stuff matters because this is what you need, this part of it. And I think that's where a lot of people miss. And in fact, I had this conversation with one of our clients. He does small group training. He built a really cool like personal training business, but now he was looking to actually like he bought himself a job. He does well, but he had some 1099 people and he had to work a bunch of hours. He's like, I'm done with it. Like I actually want to have a real business that I can like walk away from and eventually sell one day. If that's the desire that I have. And he has, he's not really used to cold traffic running ads or any of that stuff. He's used to referrals and walk-ins organic kind of stuff, which are easy sales. Like you can kind of mess around with, you can ask a couple of things, you just give them, you know, give them the menu. And they'll sign up because they're already pre-sold, especially if they have a friend, you know, that told them to come here or they already know the problem. They've already done like they've already done the research to find the solution. And you have been that person a little bit easier. But if you're dealing with like cold traffic, people coming in who maybe have seen you for the first time ever because of your offer that you placed in an ad, like you have to really hit them with that conviction and certainty to take them to, to that buying stage. So we had a conversation. We dug into what he was doing sales. And that was exactly it. It was like. You got to fucking tell them exactly what's going on. You really paint that picture for them and then tell them exactly how you're going to help them. Right. And he went from like over in his last couple of sales to he's gone three for three. And his life, it was like over a 24 hour period or something like that. Or, sorry, he sold his last four. So he went from like a bunch of overs struggling these leads. Like, uh, I don't know, like blah, blah, blah to boom, change the belief, change the mindset, change the structure of how it's done. Then being like, you are the best fucking option to help this person. So when they come in, you do X, you do Y, you do boom. And next thing you know, he's signing up all these people. And they all, it's like higher ticket too for gyms where it's 700 to start, 700 a month after that too. So it's not like he's selling $100 memberships to, at all. Like this is small group personal training. And it really comes down to that. And I think this is something that I've seen has been missing or people just maybe don't know when it comes to sales. And obviously you and I have talked about it a lot. Right. But it's also something I'm just like, you have to go into that with conviction and that's on so that's what i was talking to just like kind of just like i know we were just going to mention that prior to hopping on today but yeah that has been um i love talking sales yeah i have a thousand like as you were talking i'm writing down i write i wrote down three different points but like i I think one at six (laughs) hours so john had a call with an attorney who's not getting good results right and we secret shop and we called twice the first day, never called again. And he's not having results. And John yeah. was like, I don't know. He's like, he flat out just told me, he's like, I just, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to do this. And he's like, but well, I'm not clear about it with you at the beginning. When I told you like, you do this, it's not going to work. He's like, I, I, yeah, but I didn't really think we had to do that. He's like, why? He's like, I literally like laid it all out for you. And he called me after. He's like, I don't know what to do with this guy. Like, I'm just going to refer him to Robert. And I was like, I think maybe a better approach this would have been like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to make up a name. Hey, hey, John, uh, the attorneys, let's call him John. 
Hey, Attorney yeah. John, question for you. You know, when we spoke a month and a half ago, you said you were stuck at 10 to 15 cases a month. You were unable to get through that home and you wanted to get to that 25 case a month mark so you could hire another attorney, free up your time and do all this stuff, right? If not this, what's the alternative? How do you get there? Just allow him to tell you, like, if you're not willing to do this and if this is, if you're not willing to put this in, like, how do you expect to get there? And I said, cut him off before he answer. said, oh, and full transparency, like, no matter who you go to, there's not going to be another lead generation company, another PI company. I believe we're the best by and far, but no matter who you go to, you're going to have to put in the elbow grease. You're going to have to do the calls. You're going to have to put the work in, right? Nobody's going to just show up for you and like beg you to decide their case, right? So like knowing what we know, how do you ever expect to get to that 25 case a month mark and like free yourself up and, and bring another attorney on board and like kind of get your life back and just have him tell you, like, is that worth it to you? Or do you just want to stay where you're at right now? Yeah. And like have him tell you, because it's not a thing where it's like you can't force people to do things externally. You have to force yeah. them to, you don't have to, you have to force them, you have to, like they say, leave from the front, like pull them, inspire them and be like, you're right. And then, and then make the decision on their own. So they tell them like, hey, the alternative yeah. is you just stay where you're at, where you said you were uncomfortable, you said you didn't want to go to, or you, you do this and figure this out and do it the way we tell you to do it. Yeah. Which well, and I think that? that's a really good point because like, once you sell versus like kind of like delivering the service, there's a little bit of a flip flop there. Like when you're doing that initial sale, when you're doing the fact finding, you're asking the questions and you want them to get to that point and they say that, and then you have to tell them exactly what they need to do versus right. then like getting somebody to actually do something is different. You can tell them all Dude, day, God. do this, do this, but they have to, it has to come in true. They have to understand it. They have to, to want it. And sometimes like, that's the thing is when you have, when you're doing something new, it's going to be tough. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be chaotic. Right. And that's usually a really good sign. That's a good sign that you're in the midst of some dramatic change of something amazing that's going to happen, but you're being challenged because the body, like anything else in the universe, it's trying to keep you where you are. Right. Make it. There's a reason why there's very, very few percentage of successful people at all. It's because anytime somebody gets into that, like that level of friction, or there's, there's something that's kind of forcing them back in one direction. Most people will revert back to where they are. That's why sometimes people will lose a little bit of weight, get back to where they are. Maybe somebody gets a little bit of success and then they're back to where they are. Or like usually what ends up happening is we're in that chaotic stage where we feel like we're actually doing worse. That is when you're right on the brink of a breakthrough of something amazing that's going to happen. You're creating a new layer. You're shedding like your old skin, but it's going to be challenging and you're going to be pulled back to where you are. So we have to push through that. And then like, and so that actually kind of goes into a retention piece. And I think this is something that a lot of people miss and, I, I realized that we do an amazing job at Legion of this. And as I was really looking back into a lot of our old stuff, and I've, as I've talked to uh, you know a lot of different owners, and this, this applies to any industry, but yeah. especially if you know when somebody's like somebody's starting with you and it's new to them, you should know if you're good at what you do, every single issue they're going to run into. Yeah. Now this leaves you with two options as the business owner, especially if you're in a service-based business. You can wait and be reactive to when that issue comes up and address it with them, or you can be super proactive Yes, and you can already tell the them the issue before it even happens. The so it's ladder. like, here's what's going to happen. You're super fucking excited right now. And then you're going to be required to do some work and it's going to be hard because it's not something you're doing. You're, right. you've gotten to a level of like, where maybe in the beginning 
there's a little bit of a little bit of work to get where you are, but now it's kind of like easy, stabilized. You've gotten a routine. It's not that much effort into it. Like the right. body's figured out. Like every, the body just knows how to. The human, the human knows how to like figure out how to do the same amount of work with less effort over time. Especially if we don't challenge do. ourselves. Yeah. So like, but what we have to do, and this is where kind of going back to retention piece, is. Well, I, th- I don't think people build enough community and let the community help them out, but they also don't anticipate the issues that their their client is going to have before that client experiences it. So, for instance, going back to the gyms, we know because when they come in there, they start with us, especially if they start with like one of our challenges, we're going to be giving them a nutrition plan that we recommend they follow. They don't have to follow it, but we recommend like this is what we know is going to work. Obviously, if you have fucking health issues or whatever, go talk to your doctor, all that good stuff. But essentially, we're going to be eliminating junk food. We're going to be eliminating processed sugars. We're going to be eliminating all that stuff, which most people, I think, underestimate how much of that they eat because if they under, if they truly understood how shitty they ate, they probably wouldn't be doing it because they'd be at confliction. They'd be conflicting with their their desire of where they want to be and who they believe they are. Right. So, but once they get there, we know day four they're going to have a headache because of the like. Dude, the I do this on my orientation. I have what to expect. You're going to be sore, and I yeah. talk about that. Weight yeah. losses and scales and linear, yeah. and like I go over these things. Alina actually told me about this because because you're right, yeah. dude. It's going to come up, and they're going to. That's the barrier to retention. And that's what, so it's like you oh, tell I'm them hurt. so be, when they, yeah. So when they when they experience it, they go, "Oh, he told me this was going to happen." Right. So I'm I'm doing it, and this makes them the expert. I'm going to continue to follow what they say because right. I'm going to get through this breakthrough. I got to trust that process, and so that's something like we do it in the orientation. So before they even start, like we're telling them, "Here's what to expect," and then. We can't just say it one time, just like a team member. You can't say, hey, I need you to do this. You have to tell them what you want to do. You have to train them on. You have them tell you. And then you got to repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, right, repeat right, it right, right. like a toddler. It is the same thing when you have a new client that comes in. You say it one time. That's great. Well, listen, they just they kind of got some overwhelm because they're starting a bunch of new stuff. You have to keep on saying it. Right. So you have to remind them. So like one of the things that I used to do when I had those eight gyms, I couldn't know everybody. I couldn't interact with everybody. So I did a simple thing, and I think I stole this from another gym owner. And I didn't know that. I did steal this from another. I saw another gym owner who ran a very successful chain of gyms. He did this. So I started doing it. So every single day, since especially we had our flagship offer, every single day I would go live in the group, and I would address the issue that's going to come up that day for them or the next day so that I can anticipate the issue they're going to run into so that they're not surprised, freak out, want to quit, go back. But also they go, these are the experts. They know exactly what's going to happen. It's like they've done this before. And by doing that, they trust you more and more because you're able to tell them what they didn't even know was going to happen or was in the back of their head. I, I think that's what this this to the follow-up. I almost want to film videos and have these added to the follow-up with the link. Like, hey, you know, week one's done. I, here's what might happen. And boom, 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 boom. Here's, yeah. here's probably how you're feeling. Click this video. Watch this quick 60-second clip. Well, so I do have all these videos recorded. Oh, I have it for, me, yeah. So I have to because I used hell? to. Because then I, t- I used to, dude. I put. I used to, when we had. So I do probably want to bring all of Legion back into the main group yeah. as we go into the next year, and then that way I'll, dude, I, I'll yeah, just go. Or I'll I'm not gonna go. lie. I kind of, I kind of wish we would all be in that. That group is so much better having everybody in that group. Yeah, I think, I think it's better. I think we should do that again because it really helps build that community, and that was something that was right. very unique for us. And then we went and did. We started doing something where it's like. Yeah, you can definitely have your own location group, but I think having that main group um, was very, very beneficial. But yeah, dude, I have all 42 days because I would, I actually tested over the years too. I would test using those videos and not using those videos. And when I didn't use the videos, people, like even members would be like, hey, where are the videos at? It keeps me on track. Really excites me. 
you know. Yeah, so, dude, um, and then, like literally the second we hang up, get me that shit. Yeah. Like I'm right, very excited good. for that. I was literally going to hang this. I mean, I have a call at like 11:15, but like after that, I was literally going to start writing out the scripts for these. I could do one a week. I think it would be really good. But if you have every day, God bless. Yeah. Anything we can do to support our members, we're like even if you know, I was like reading Outwitting the Devil is a really good book. Have you ever read it? No, I haven't, but I've heard it's really, really good. It's very, very good. So it's a book written like the third, I believe it was 1938 by Napoleon Hill of an interview supposedly that he's had with the devil. And the devil had to answer every question honestly and truthfully to him and how he controls people and everything in that. So like what they say in the book is like, he was talking about like the people that are successful have definite a purpose, definiteness of purpose. And then people that aren't Uh successful that are under the devil's control are called drifters. They have no purpose in life. They have no drive. They have no whatever. But one of the points he said in there to, to have like definiteness of purpose and be the people that aren't under his control, the definitive purpose, definiteness of purpose, definiteness of, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how he words it. And, um, okay. So it's a, somebody that has like a definite purpose in life and has a drive and yeah, a yeah. vision. He says like if you want to accumulate wealth or you want to be successful, um, he said, you know, people with definiteness of purpose will seek to serve before wanting to receive the money first, right? And mm-hmm. like just hearing what you said with that build out of the 42 days of all the videos, like for me, I get it. It's going to boost retention. It's going to make more money. But for me as a business owner, I want nothing more. <laughs> And like being like bought into this, I want nothing more than to see my members cry their eyes out six months from now because their life completely changed. So that to yeah. me didn't sound like money. It will be money, right? It yeah. will increase our gym and it will grow our revenue. But it would sound like to me is like, oh my God, everybody's going to love us because we've changed their lives. And then that will be another tool to give them what they need to be successful and change their lives for the better. Because these people yeah. don't. They don't know what's right for them. They're struggling. They're eating like shit. They feel like crap. And if we can just put another tool in there to make them successful and we change their lives, we make another person happy, of course we'll get rich in it. But the joy, dude, the best part is like when a member comes up to you and hugs you and buys you a Christmas festival, like, yeah. you changed my life. Thank you. And you're like, oh my well, God. So that actually made me really think of something else and uh, which is related to that. And I think I used to say I'm like a really good marketer and I got pretty good at sales and I would say the same thing for you, but you know, with, with, the, with our gym Legion, we obviously run a challenge model. You know, it's pretty simple. We advertise the challenge. We sell them the challenge. We wow the experience. So we convert them into memberships and then we repeat and upsell, you know, that's, that's it. It's really simple, you know, but something that I know you do, cause I remember, especially when we had fit pro syndicate, like it was hammered on this. And as I'm listening to you speak, it's about serving. And a lot of gym owners have tried doing a challenge. And you see this a lot where they struggled. And they're like, oh, well, we got all these people in, but we couldn't keep them and all that. And what most gym owners I don't think realize, and and I'm picking on gym owners, but this actually goes for all, like this is one of the reasons why Case Connect blew up. This is one of the reasons why Gym Academy is blowing up. It's because most business owners fucking suck on delivery. They cannot serve their clients. They don't actually, they, they focus so much on, Hey, we acquired it. That's it. You know, and as you look, it's like, why, why is your, why is your churn at 10% or more a month? Why are you only converting 50% or 30% of your front end they trials into memberships? They, they don't it's like because them. they don't, they don't want to help. They don't. Them. They don't so it's like, them. exactly. It's like, these are the things that once they came in, they expected a certain thing. How do we over deliver? How do we wow them? Just because they're there doesn't mean you're guaranteed anything. Right. It's like just because you open a business doesn't mean people should buy your stuff. You're you know, not if I sign somebody up. 
You're yeah. not, there's no, it's like that entitlement mentality. You are not entitled to yeah. anybody's money. Every person that walks through your door, every meal that you eat, every piece of garment yeah. on your back that you wear, right? The car that you get into to drive to the restaurant that you pay for a dinner with, it all comes from the people you serve. So you should treat yeah. them like the gold that they are. Yeah. And dude, that's so, and that's, and I think early on, you know, once I started really learning marketing and sales, I was like, wow, like this is really good. And I didn't understand that service piece as well as I do now. And that was something that over time really had to develop. And the more I realized is most businesses don't, especially living in Montana, the service out here is absolutely fucking atrocious. Bro, but I went to, we went to some service, light show in East Bumble F PA yeah. yesterday and the service, I walked in, I was like, this service blows. These people are like brain dead. They, they, they can't yeah. even pick up social cues. They make you feel horrible for spending money with them. Yeah. Oh, and that's like, especially what I've learned, you know, as I moved out to Montana just two years ago, a lot of times you were the only show in town. You didn't have competition. You didn't have to be any better, you know, so they could get away with it because what were the people going to do? There's no competition. And I think a lot of businesses like, you know, if you've had a gym around for a while, maybe it's not doing as well. It's, it's like, what is the actually experience? How are you delivering? How are you also thinking about that from a scale of like leverage too? Because how I do something for one to 10 people is not going to be the same how I can do it from a hundred to a thousand. Or hundred to how you do it to hundred is not gonna be the same as a thousand. So how right. do I leverage so that I can have this system actually scale and really service everybody? But I think that's one of the that's a huge opportunity for a lot of businesses. Yes, you know, we are amazing at marketing. We really do our best to to nail down the sales piece because we know that's the first stage of helping somebody right. is when you actually sell them. Because if somebody doesn't sign up for Gym Academy, if they don't sign up for going into the gym, if they're looking at a franchise and they don't sign up for Legion, they go with a different choice. In my opinion, they're fucked. They made a, a bad decision. And, and now they're most likely not going to achieve the results that they want to achieve because I was the best person to help them get there. You know, if they're coming in the gym, I know that if they leave the gym without signing up, they're probably not going to go do anything. Right. Because that was them. They're like, oh, you know, it's not me. I'll or they're going to go join Planet or-, or LA and they're going to they're gonna spend yeah. money and get no results. And get no results, you know, and same thing. If they're, if they're looking like one of the reasons the gym Academy started is because what is available is absolutely trash. You know, like we cut people's and we're not even a marketing agency, you know, we're a growth agency. So they come in and we actually help coach and grow with them. But like we cut their ad costs usually sometimes by five, six X because somebody else is just running some bullshit. But then we also tell them, Hey, this is how we actually deliver it so that you can actually grow, move yourself and keep some good old profits in that business. And we're doing it along the way. And like, oftentimes they're getting all this money away to the agency about being stuck and then stuck in the business. And we're teaching them how to get out of that by giving them a higher level of service and a higher level of experience. But also we've actually done it. So there's a certainty there. You know, it's the same thing. I remember, you know, with your business constantly is how do I over deliver? How do I actually connect with them? And I'm sure that you've had so many of your clients who are like, well, I'm actually, you're actually accessible. Like the amount of people who have said to me that they've worked with somebody and then they couldn't even get in touch with them blows my mind. So Dude, you, I think about that. That huh? does that does everything for your business. It's the level of servitude. I'll, I'll I'll tell you a story about what I was talking about when you first picked up and I was on the phone about. Somebody asked they could wire me two million dollars. They wired me six hundred grand, like that. Mm-hmm. They yeah. wired me six hundred thousand dollars, like that. No contract, no paperwork, no nothing. The guy says, "Dude, I trust you. It sounds crazy. Can I wire you this money?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. No nothing. You know why, dude? Because I treat." 
every fucking client we have like a literal family member dude i've literally dug him in my own pockets i i'm not just saying oh you suck if the leads aren't converting i'll do anything i can to make it work i'll put my team in there i'll secret shop them i'll give them feedback i'll do anything i can for these clients because i love every one of them actually I, it's a lie there's a couple that i hate and we've fired them <laughs> but the ones that we've kept i love every one of yeah. them and i care about the results i want nothing more than for my clients to get st- stupid wealthy and take care of their families and do great things and create so many jobs in the market create so much opportunity for people i want nothing more than that i'll do anything i can so the level of trust for somebody to call you up and say hey dude i'm gonna wire you 600k today what's your bank details and then i want to get you i want to wire you up to two mil is that cool yeah without any service any contract any invoice any anything well i think you know when you get to that too there's a reason why that person has that kind of cash to send out Probably timing helps a little bit, but that was something like that's probably something I would do. Not I think he did. I think like, I think he did eighteen mil last year. Yeah, you know, and I've, it's like I heard it. Like, I heard it. Like he he's indirectly said what he made, and he's yeah. very very successful. Very successful. Yeah, and it's because he's like, hey, I'm going to put this out there with this abundance belief mm-hmm. and trust, and one of two things that happen: it's going to be exponential growth for me, or I'm going to get burnt, and I learn a lesson. And I think so many people have so much fear of just sending out five hundred dollars. And they have this, 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 like, so many people say that people will actually take more action to prevent a loss than it is a gain. So this person, the reason why he's in such a small percentage of human beings is because he doesn't worry about it. He only looks at, this is going to be the no, gain sorry. I'm going to get out of this. Whereas most people are going to be like, oh, man, like, I need to Dude, see X, Y, Z. I need to do, do boom, boom, boom. So freaking funny. I think before we yeah. leave that, let's get a couple takeaways today. Buy anything that comes across your feed that is a personal development tool. And you could be like, Bob, to wire all your money to anybody and don't even expect contracts or agreements. Right? It's really good takeaways here, right? That's it. That's, it. <laughs> and That's all you need to know. If and you then got read nothing. books and base your life off of a guy saying that he had a conversation with the devil. Really good takeaways hey. today, guys. Crush it. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Boom. Shut it down. Catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you're learning from us, I want you to share this with other business owners who are hustling just like you. Oh, and don't forget, give us your social so we can have all the info. See you on the next one.